Hello, hello, Motherhood Mass Unfiltered ladies. Hello, Unfiltered Mamas. It is Corey here, one of your hosts of Motherhood Mess Unfiltered, and I am so excited to dive into what does mind traffic mean? So the first episode this month was all of us in a round table discussing the overarching theme of mind traffic and what does that mean to us? And then in the second week, you got to have a deep dive with Janine where she talked about her perspective as a visionary, as a seer. And she gave you an incredible real life account that she recently experienced. So if you have not listened to those, please go back and indulge and delight in those. But today, as your encouraging activator, I really want to do a little bit of storytelling with some personal experience after that, encourage you how you can apply this in your day-to-day life. And then from there, give you some really practical strategies so that you can apply this in your life. And let's just start from the beginning. For myself, I was not introduced to this language until about four or five years ago. Now, before that, I had some ideas about some of these concepts, but I did not really have language to articulate them. And so at the end of this, I will definitely share in the broadcast or in the show notes a book that you can read. Uh, It is the actual Mind Traffic book, which is where all three of your hosts, myself, Janine, and Sakira, were initially exposed to this language. And I think I can confidently speak on behalf of the other two powerful women of God that this was a game changer for us. This really shifted things in our lives. We began to show up way more confidently. And why is that? It's because we had an understanding. And a lot of times I see people, if they are coaching clients of mine, students of mine, any of that, that I have the privilege of doing at least some portion of life with these women, I notice that they are putting fear above faith. And we want to flip-flop that. We want to operate from a place of being faith-filled so that dominates over fear. And the way that we do that is, as the Bible says, we take every single thought captive. And so in taking these thoughts captive, this is where the idea of mind traffic, Mr. Tyler Frick coined this phrase of mind traffic, and he gives the visual of a traffic, like a four-lane traffic stop. And And if you can imagine the physical traffic, sometimes you're stopping, sometimes you're going ahead, sometimes you're slowing down, sometimes you're accelerated, sometimes you're turning left, sometimes you're turning right. Every once in a while, you go a little too far (laughs) past the intersection and you have to reverse, right? And so these are all analogies that we're using to express, explain, and help you understand these thoughts that are coming through your mind. Now, there is a level of understanding all of this that deals with what are we actually dealing with? Whose thoughts are these? Are they coming from God? Are they our own thoughts? Are they coming from principalities and and spirits that are not of the Lord? And I believe that is something that you will dive into in a deeper capacity when it comes to warfare. So you may dive deeper into that with Sakira on next week's broadcast. She is our warfare strategist. Or I would encourage you to go and purchase the book on Amazon. It is called Mind Traffic by Tyler Frick absolute game changer. And then you can highlight, circle, notate, do all the things that you need to do to partner with your learning style to really grasp this. 
But for today's episode, I want to just spend some time sharing a little bit of my experience. And I can tell you when I was first exposed to this, what kept coming up for me is, oh my goodness, I don't just have to settle. I don't just have to deal with what I'm exposed to. I can handle it with the authority given to me by Jesus Christ. And when I really got that, Mama, when I really got that, I began to show up with so much freedom. I felt chains break off. I had deeper understanding. I was more confident. And the most beautiful part of it all is I was more confidently able to disciple my children Um, share these things with my husband. And when I was able to do those things more confidently, I realized breakthrough happening in my life. I realized I was walking more in faith than I was in fear. I realized that the things that used to prevent me from hearing from the voice of God were now the things that I, that really encouraged me to pursue God with all the more of a fervent heart. And so This is what is so beautiful about understanding this. So not only do we understand where do these thoughts come from, but we also understand how we get to partner with God and discern. Once we've identified where they come from, we get to discern what biblical truth we pair with the thoughts to receive them or to reject them. Because when you receive a thought as truth, It goes down into your heart. It becomes part of your belief system and you begin operating by this, which means it becomes your default protocol. I grew up in a military family and so I use military terms from time to time. And one of the things is SOP, your standard operating procedure. When you have a belief system and that becomes your foundation, that is what you default to. This is why if you have ever had a reoccurring thought and you have never taken the time to pause, reflect if it is from Heavenly Father or not, and then decide if you want to retain, which means continue to hold on to and operate in that capacity or reject, right? Decide I'm not going to receive that as truth anymore or remove which means if you have received it as truth, you get to remove it and replace it with something of God. That's powerful. And this is why. Because you go from feeling like you're stuck or it just has to be this way, right? We we go from a place of orphan mindset or partnering with lack, which is not of God. That is not his portion for you. We go from that place of just settling for less than what God has given us. And we shift into an understanding of how we go from where we are to where we want to be, which is in alignment with Christ. And then we walk that out. And so for myself, when I was growing up, I have a twin brother and he's phenomenal. He's just absolutely amazing. I just love that man. And I always perceived him as being very gifted in all the things, naturally brilliant a natural accomplished athlete, super social, very funny. So all of those things I felt like he was just naturally gifted in. And so I chose to partner with the belief that I was not those things because the ways that God designed me did not look like that. And so let's break this down with mind traffic. When I looked at my brother 
And I partnered with lack, which sounds like he has those things I don't. Don't is, is a lack mentality in this capacity. Or he has those things I'm not good enough. That's a lack mentality. Or he has those things I'm never going to be as good as him. That is comparing that he has more than, that he is abundant, and that I am lack. And so when, when I made that choice to look at him that way, then what I did is I essentially took the leftovers. I essentially committed spiritual idolatry to Heavenly Father because Heavenly Father had all of this goodness for me. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to take the portion that the enemy has provided for me over here. Black, less than, ridicule, shame, not good enough. And so I say those words slow so that they sit in, so they sink in. Because I want you to marinate a little bit, and we're going to shift to you in just a moment. If you identify with any of these things, write them down or just make a mental note. Because what happened was, I saw these traits in my brother, which I admired. I chose to partner with lack, which was he has all that. I either have none or at minimum less than. And then I began to walk out as my identity being less than my brother. Do you see this parallel? So for you, it might be something different. Um, for you, it might be a sibling relationship. It might be a work relationship. It might be a parent relationship. It might be a friend relationship. It might be a relational um, encounter with someone like a boyfriend or something of that capacity. And so when you look at the attributes of somebody else and you compare and then you partner with, I'm less than, not good enough, any of that type of verbiage, which is breaking you down instead of building you up to operate from your rightful place of authority as a co-heir with Christ, that is a lack of mentality. And so that is a process of mind traffic, right? A thought came to me about these attributes that my brother had and me being less than. Now, in that moment, I had the power to reject that and say, God's kingdom is abundant and my brother is a natural athlete and I am gifted at persevering. I could choose to reframe that as my brother is naturally intelligent and I have great studying skills and I do exactly as good as I need to. I could have partnered with my brother is super handsome and good looking and I'm going to grow into exactly the physical appearance that God wanted me to have, right? So I could have chosen to shift that but I didn't. And so I chose to receive that instead of reject it. And when I received that thought as truth, it went down into my heart and I began to operate from that. So anytime somebody would pay me a compliment, you are so smart. I would deny that. I would reject that truth. I would partner with the lie of my brother is way more intelligent than me. And I would reject compliments to build me up. And that's false humility. That's not humility. That's false humility. And so what this started showing up as is I felt like I was never smart enough, athletic enough, good enough looking, funny enough, social enough. And so I should just be unheard, unseen, and I was best put in the background. And when I look back on this, Mama, what I realize is, of course, there was an assault on my voice. Because the enemy will come at you through the point of easiest access, 
which is a lie you've already partnered already partnered with, or he will come at you from the point of greatest threat. So when you really start walking your authority, you might feel that there is a lot of temptation to step down from that because that's a massive threat to the enemy. Or when you are very vulnerable in an area, you might feel a lot of attack there because you're very vulnerable. This is why we get to have intercessors praying on our behalf. This is why the Motherhood Mess Unfiltered Facebook group is so valuable. And if you are not a part of our community, I highly encourage you to go join that. It is a group for mamas that are living life unfiltered, which means authentic. We are meeting you exactly where you're at and we're doing life together. Because when we show up as less than we are, that is like us telling God that we don't believe he has equipped us to do the thing he's called us to. And anything, mama, anything God has called you to, he has equipped you for. It just might look different than your earthly understanding. So we get to shift from this earthly perspective to an eternal perspective. And so I want to show you how I can shift this example with my brother into an eternal perspective. And that is, I could look at my brother and I could say, man, God has blessed him with intelligence and natural athletic ability, with being a good looking man, with having a good heart and all the things. And God, I give you thanks for this brother of mine. And God, I thank you for making me the way you've made me, for making me someone who is a good listener, for making me someone who digs in deep to build up in the areas that I have an opportunity for growth, to see that I'm creative, to see that I'm kind, compassionate, generous, and empathetic. And I'm going to show up fullest in that capacity, God. And along the way, I am excited to see how you're going to develop my sense of humor how you're going to develop my intellect, how you're going to help me grow into appreciating exactly the way you've made me look on the outside. And I'm excited about that. And I give you thanks, God. And so do you see how that's different? That goes from a mind traffic partnered with the enemy to mind traffic partnered with Heavenly Father. And so in summary, I want to just remind you, you have the opportunity to receive thoughts as truth, to reject thoughts as a lie, or to release or remove thoughts that you've previously partnered with. So here's another quick example. If I go walking down a road, and on one side of the road it rained, and on the other side of the road it's dry, I can choose to walk down the pre-existing path, which God may have paved for me. I can choose to go to the right on the dry land, which God may be calling me to be a trailblazer, or I can go to the left where it's muddy and dirty and mucky, and God did not call me to that. So if I go to the left and I go down that dirty, mucky road, just think of that that dark mud as, as sin, right? That is partnering with a thought that is not of the Lord. My shoes might have mud on them and it might change their color, but it doesn't change who I am just because I'm wearing dirty shoes. So it doesn't change my identity just because I had that experience or I made that choice. And the paved road and the trailblazing opportunity still exist. So at any time I can choose to say, not today, Satan. I can take those dirty sneakers, I can put them on the, on the path, and I can move forward. And I can say, God, what did you want me to learn from that? And 
How many of you know that when you have dirty shoes and you are walking on a path, that dirt begins to dry out, the mud rather, begins to dry out. It begins to crumble off. Your shoes become more clean. And then you ask God for a strategy. You say, hey, Heavenly Father, um, you know, I feel like I've been tainted, but I know that that you have made me pure. And so, God, I just repent for that choice. I want to do different. I'm coming to you first so I can become acquainted with your word, familiar with your voice, and intimate with you in my daily encounter. And God might give you a supernatural strategy that says, hey, go over there to the earth. The, the dry side of the road that the earth may tell you, tell you is barren and fruitless. But what I need you to know is I am preparing you to steward something down the road. And so go over there. And as you do, some of the dry crumbly dirt and the dry brush is going to clean off your shoes. And I will tell you when to come back to the paved path. And so you go over there and you walk. And this is when you're going to hear all the chirping from the earthly perspectives that say, why wouldn't you go down that pre-made path? Why wouldn't you ask for you to let me know what is the next step? What is the next step? And then you listen. And so that's a key, mama. That's a key. You release to the father what your desires are. And then you listen so that you can receive the feedback, so you can receive the revelation. And at some point, he will redirect your path. He will partner with you. You will be walking in one with him. You will be um, you will be white like a pure sheep, right? He will he will have purified you through you coming to him and repenting. Um, and then you do better. You do better. So in summary, this entire episode, what I want you to get from it is this: just because. You have partnered with lies in the past. Just because you have been deceived in the past doesn't mean that is your portion, nor does it mean that you have to continue to walk in that capacity. Know that the mind traffic, the thoughts that go through your mind, some come from Heavenly Father, some are your own, and some come from principalities and we'll just say the kingdom of darkness as a whole. And so as you continue to partner with the Lord, as you spend more time with Him, you will be able to discern what is and is not his voice. And from there, you'll be able to make an accurate judgment of what to receive, what to release, reject, or remove. And that's powerful. And the Father will be so well pleased. So well pleased. So it's not too late. It's not too late for you to start partnering with the Father in this. Become aware of your mind traffic. And so I just want to encourage you. We all had a day one. We all had a day one. So I want you to start today if you haven't already and just become aware of your thoughts. That's practical step number one. Become aware of your thoughts. Become aware of the overarching tone or theme of them. Are they negative? Are they positive? Are they uplifting? Are they building you up? Are they breaking you down? How do they make you feel in the inside? Do they partner with the truth of the Bible? Do they partner with the lies of the enemy? And so become aware of your mind traffic. Become aware of your thoughts. That's step number one. Step number two, if you choose to accept the challenge, I want you to write them down. I want you to write them down. If you can do it for an entire day, that's fantastic. If you are not able to do that, then just pick pick five minutes. Five minutes. You can even pick one subject that tends to be a challenge for you and pick five minutes around that one subject and just write them down. Just write them down. Do that over the course of five to seven days. 
Why don't you do it between the time you hear this podcast and seven days from then? And what you're going to notice are some themes. You'll either notice some reoccurring thoughts or you'll notice some overarching themes. Like for me, it was a lack mindset. But for some people, it deals with body image or it deals with relationships with their with their spouse or with their children or it deals with their work performance or it deals with, here's a big one, their identity being attached to what they do versus who they are and whose they are. So step one is becoming aware of those thoughts. Step number two is actually writing those down. And then step number three, if you have not already joined the Motherhood Mess Unfiltered group, I want you to go ahead and do that. And then share this broadcast with a friend. Who came to mind? It might be one person. It might be multiple. Who came to mind when you were listening to this? And I just want to close us out in prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you so much. I thank you so much for the the mama that is listening to this right now. For any set of ears that is listening to this, Lord, I bless them in your mighty name, Jesus. God, I pray that they would have increased discernment, that their heart would burn for you in a deeper capacity, God, that they would be delighted in pursuing the things that are you, your truth, God. And as they become more intimate with your voice, God, that they would become increasingly aware of discerning your voice from any influence that is not, and they would be confident in choosing to partner with you in every aspect of their life because you are in it all. And I thank you. I thank you most of all, Lord, for your presence. In your mighty name, Jesus, we pray. Amen.